Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Is your job doing something meaningful, contributing to the world, or are you just going through the motions so your kids don't end up homeless? <laughs> oh, yes. What we do is very meaningful. Oh, we yes. uh, provide yes. entertainment. We bring the masses. Loosely. <laughs> <laughs> we bring entertainment. Loosely on both. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess on some level this job, uh, it's nice when people say, oh, you know, you're the make me giggle, the best part of the day. And then, of course, we get the opposite side where people just can't stand us. And right. that, that's fine as well. Yeah. They listen more. Yeah, they Obviously. do. Obviously. Because they tell us. <laughs> they tell us. Like 5 in the morning, I heard you say this. You're an idiot. At 8.20 in the morning, I heard you say that. You're an idiot. I hate you guys. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Uh, many of us think our job is more or less meaningless. Overall, two-thirds of us find their job very or somewhat fulfilling. The most fulfilling jobs, healthcare, education, law, nonprofit, religious organizations, and government for some reason. I don't know who the hell would want to be in government these days. Mm. Restaurant and tourism jobs ranked last. Okay. Restaurants are very important. For us lazy people who don't want to cook. It's interesting, though, because you think the, the, the tourism one, and in some senses restaurants as well, too, would have some fulfillment in the fact that you're really making someone's day or mm-hmm. they're making their vacation. Yeah. Right? I mean, yes, when you're in it, it probably doesn't feel like that yeah, day to day. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm cleaning another room. Yeah. These people are really going to enjoy this. Oh, it would drive me crazy. If I worked at some, like, all-inclusive resort or something and just saw people roaming around having drinks and having fun, <laughs> and it's 180 degrees and I'm cleaning their pool, no thanks. Right. Um, how much of your paycheck would you sacrifice if it meant you could work from home forever? Oh, wow. Would you be willing to give up part of the paycheck to stay at home? No. No, me neither. I, I as a, I, I don't get it. There now, are many shows in this industry that throughout this have been working from home. But I, I'm yeah. not really sure how how they do it. Yeah, it, it's gotten much better. Early on, it was just horrible, but they seem to have worked out a lot of the kinks. I, yeah, look, we live relatively close to our work, so I, I get it that there are people who drive into the downtown core from all over hell's half acres and so it can be a real grind doing that day i i've done it in the past it's it's not fun mm-hmm. but i like the idea as an adult of getting up showering leaving the house going to your place of business the staying at home idea it seems so first of all i think that's going to wear thin eventually this disease is going to go on the back burner like all the other ones we've had in the past that needed vaccines you know you don't Think about, oh, I don't want to go in the office in case I get measles. I just don't think about it anymore. And I think this is going to happen eventually, too. I think we're just still so caught up in all of this. But if it's just because you you don't like the drive to work and you'd rather stay home or... I think once everybody is back, there's, you're going to turn around and go, oh, how come everybody, nobody's around anymore? I should go back as well. Mm. You know, grass is always greener kind of right. thing. Right, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we want what we don't have. Yeah, no, for sure. No, I, I appreciate it. I think it's been uh, probably overall better in the long run for my personal life that I actually got up and left the house every morning. <laughs> don't need to be around somebody that much. I don't think they want us around no. yelling in the morning either. No. Yeah. Especially yelling at the technology when it's not working. Oh, I'd be screaming. I was trying to think early on, like, if we had to do do the show from our homes, where I don't even know where the hell I would have done it. I guess in the basement. Basement for me, yeah. There. And I think we'd probably have to have like like a Zoom call going, yeah, 
like the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the actual show as well, so we could at least see each other and, yeah. and talk off the air. Not that we do that anyway. Well, it would have been interesting, too, for you, because you'd be up that early talking on the air, and you keep the house fairly quiet when you leave, right? Like, you don't even shower. You right. don't wake anybody up. And all of a sudden, 10 after 5, you're yelling Dead at me. morning! <laughs> yeah, you're screaming at me. Uh, if you are trying to figure out a career and you want something that's kind of sexy, doctor seems to be the hottest job a guy can have. <laughs> and this seems kind of sexist. Hottest job for women? Nurse. Really? I just know because all men live in a porno. <laughs> they all think <laughs> stay in the hospital. Yeah, I, you, you see these movies or these movies that's giving it praise. Right. These, these uh, <laughs> films on you porn where like the nurse comes into the room and all of a sudden have you nurses see some horrible things. I've been in the hospital. I've stayed there. There's not a chance a nurse is coming in looking at me and going, boy, I want him right, right. now. That's right. As you're pooping yourself. <laughs> But men believe, men believe, oh, she wants me. <laughs> idiots. We are. We're all idiots. Yes. Yeah. The, the, spend an entire day looking at bodily fluids. Yeah. They come home to look at yours. <laughs> nuh uh The top jobs men find attractive for women. Nurse, as we just mentioned. Elementary school teacher. Again, a porn dream. Doctor, secretary, lawyer, dancer. Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of a stripper, what dancer have you ever met? <laughs> I'm going to marry myself a ballerina. Middle school teacher, waitress, hairdresser, and receptionist. All seem very sexist, boys. What are you doing? Meanwhile, women want a doctor, a lawyer, a carpenter, somebody who can fix things. Right. An engineer, a project manager, firefighter, construction worker, software developer, mechanic, and accountant. Are these sexy to the eyes or to the wallet? I think uh, I think to the wallet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't want janitors, truck drivers, and fast food workers. Mm. You know, the idea of marrying a doctor, I think, always seemed uh, kind of sexy. But it's also because it could put you in a sexy cottage in Muskoka. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it all worthwhile. Someone asked people to share their unpopular opinions about marriage that most people probably don't agree with. So ideas that perhaps you've had, or maybe you've had family members, somebody said to you just prior to your wedding, here's what I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you realize what they think is wrong because they've been married seven times or they've been single forever. Uh, so some, some odd advice. Plan for divorce before you tie the knot. Wow. Realize inevitably it's going to end. Ooh. Yeah, if someone pulls you aside for that conversation. Yeah, <laughs> you had a lawyer that attends your wedding and says, "Hey, <laughs> here's my card. You're, you're, <laughs> you're going to need it. in six months. That's right. <laughs> up at the pulpit, you know, when you're signing the marriage certificates, <laughs> yeah. also slide the green up yeah, in there. Right. <laughs> can, you, can you get him or her to sign this right. as well, yeah, please? Sign that page on top. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's nothing. <laughs> uh, outside of discussing, it is said whether you want kids or not. Uh, the other discussion should be, uh, how are we going to co-parent when this ends? Wow. That's really putting a, uh, a dark cloud over the whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when you meet your one true love, how are we all going to raise these children? It's strange. Um, married couples, this is more advice uh, as people head down the aisle. Married, couple, married couples should have separate bank accounts. How many do. Okay. And separate homes. Whoa. 
married couples should have separate homes? Isn't that just dating? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the separate bank accounts, I don't quite get that. I, I, Maria and I have always kind of had the uh, the accounts together. Although for a very long time, Maria, uh, you know, ran her own business. So I never knew what she had. Right. She always told me she had nothing, but there was hundreds falling out of her purse all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me with the mortgage here or something? <laughs> And then, of course, now we have uh, visas. Yeah. And so every time I use it, she sees it. There's alerts. Notifications going. You were at the LCBO again? <laughs> had to buy a gift for somebody, sweetie. Had to yeah. buy a gift. <laughs> How come there's never a bottle there when I get home? <laughs> <laughs> Yet you're there in the morning. Uh, all the time. Um, this one's tough, I would think. Family shouldn't be too involved in marriage. Always difficult. Right. And, and that... <laughs> I would say this, if there is a screaming red flag uh, waving at you (laughs) early on, (laughs) probably don't ignore it completely. Um, If you see something odd with her or his family. Well, and the family might be a a big part of that, too, even how tied they are to their family. Right. Uh, You know, if if you find that uh, annoying or frustrating Mm. in the dating process of Mm -hmm. the relationship... Mm -hmm. You know, you can't assume it's going to get better uh, by by marriage, and and maybe that's the advice. Marriage doesn't tend to fix the problems <laughs> that are no, happening. No. Some couples try to do that, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, you know, we're we're we've been dating a long time. Maybe what we need to do is get married and make it official, and that will help us. Yeah, and people also bring children into world into the world thinking it's going to bond them closer. Mm. You know. But, yeah, I, I think what happens when you're young, if you fall in love when you're in your 20s or whatever, you know, you haven't had a whole lot of world experience. So I think there's things that might have been red flags for you then, but you wouldn't have noticed them. Years down the road with experience and two or three marriages under your belt, <laughs> you you see things that you maybe didn't notice the first go around. Shane texted in and said, uh, I gave my daughters this advice. Look for the thing they do that bugs you the most. Then imagine living with that every day. If you can get past that, you should be okay. That's great. He says he came up with it after he split with their mother. <laughs> that is great advice. Thank you, Shane, for that. That might be the best. That's funny. Yeah, I guess with the family thing, again, you you, you might think, well, yeah, he, he or she still lives with her mom and dad, so they're together all the time. And when we get married and get our own place... Then he'll be removed or she'll be removed from that. But you're right. If I mean, if if they're if they're just that bonded, you, right. know, you just think with age too that at some point that separation happens. But maybe it doesn't. Uh, soulmates aren't a real thing. A lot of people are looking for that one and only. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, there isn't just one person you're meant to be with. So don't put that pressure on yourself. I can't imagine now too with the with. I mean, you and I have been out of the game so long. But yeah. In the online dating world. Right with how big the uh, the pond has gotten mm-hmm. for people, it, it would be tough to eliminate or or tough to not eliminate based on small things. Right, right. Oh, you know their nose hair annoys me. So <laughs> wonky foot. <laughs> right. Uh, there must be someone else that's better that yeah. has all you know their toes in a row. Who the hell knows? Yeah, probably. That's true. Our pool was very small before. No one should propose out of the blue. This is uh, more marriage advice. People have said these things to others. I guess if you perhaps said to your your dad or somebody, I don't think I'm going to propose. And they said, well, have you guys talked about this? Because nobody wants to be disappointed or embarrassed. Right, yeah. I think if you're with someone long enough, you kind of had that conversation and know it's heading down that mm-hmm. road. 
Yeah, make this makes the make the wedding suggestion somewhere in there a few yeah. times first. I mean, not in the first date. No, like, no. Don't show up in a, your mom's wedding dress <laughs> for for cocktails. <laughs> that that might be a little creepy. This was my grandmother's. Right. <laughs> she said she wanted me to wear it. Yeah, I listen. When it comes to marriage, I, I've said to Maria many, many, many times, we will never divorce because I don't want you happy. <laughs> <laughs> You think I want you to have joy and hope? Not a chance. We're in this together. Well, if you're not having a great day, you want to cheer yourself up, go online and look up orangutan wearing sunglasses. <laughs> this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. In Malaysia, there's this zoo, and a woman drops her glasses in the uh, orangutan pen, and this huge orangutan waddles over, gets the glasses, and within, like, seconds figures out how to wear them, although he has them on upside down. Yeah. The funniest part is he's a baby orangutan. Um, perhaps his child tries to take the glasses off of him, and he swats them away, <laughs> as any parent would. But as I looked at this video of this orangutan wearing the sunglasses, I thought, man, him and I are very similar in shape. <laughs> very hairy and very big. Ooh. Yeah. And then on the opposite side of that, uh, once again, we see on an airline, a frontier flight, where this idiot is going off on everybody. And I guess flight attendants have just had it. Because they end up duct taping this guy to his seat. Yeah, I heard about this. I saw the video. I, I assume it was already in the air mm. when he started acting up because they, and I think he threw punches. Yep. Uh, as well. He was going off about his family's wealth <laughs> and, uh, and was obviously intoxicated. Mm. Uh, that I, I understand that that uh, flight crew, I think it was Patton Oswalt who tweeted it uh, yesterday, that that flight crew has been suspended. Really? Um, as a result. And I think it has, uh, one, uh, it might be the duct tape, mm. uh, a little much, because they like, went full on around, they mummied him, <laughs> like full on around the body, and also duct taped his mouth, Yeah, which, you know, understandable the frustration with the mouth that he was spewing, Yeah, but at the same time, not exactly the safest plan. Yeah, no, obviously not, but I don't blame them for a second. What a J-hole. I, I, uh, I was on one flight coming back from Jamaica. He was arrested, Jamaica. by the way. Yeah, part of that he was arrested. They were suspended. I was on one flight where a guy snapped, and they had to uh, settle him down. And uh, it's scary. I mean, you're already afraid a little bit. We're always a little timid in a plane. We just want it up and down and over with. But when you got somebody being just a jackass, mm. you know, it really, for the rest of the people, it's just... Such a so it's just concerning. Anyhow, <laughs> I I've I've seen it happen once uh, and uh, on a flight that I was on, and it was like we had stopped. We had a stop along the way. We were coming up from the islands, and uh, and my uncle was on the flight, and he was the airline executive, like he was mm -hmm. like the vice president of the airline or something like that. He had a, a high role with them, and uh, and during the stop, they'd gotten us off the plane, and uh, and one guy was just getting a little out of hand, and he I saw him basically say. Nope, yeah. not on my flight. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Tell him, tell him he's not flying. Uh, wow. Yeah, this I didn't hear what this one woman. The uh, you know you have all the flight attendants. Everybody's got their role, and I guess the uh, the boss of the flight attendants on this flight. She finally came down and kind of just leaned into him and basically said the same thing. Right, like this is stopping now, or you're off this flight.
Uh, hotels. Don't we all love to stay in hotels? Actually, we're staying in one this weekend, so maybe I shouldn't be reading this. But uh, people that work in hotels decided on Reddit to share uh, some of their dirtiest secrets. So maybe, actually, it's good a good thing to consider. Uh, we all know, like, the remote controls and the bed cover, the the, uh, the comforter is usually not washed, and so you shouldn't be lying on that thing. Right. But you also can't trust the drinking glasses in the room. The main goal of the cleaning staff is to make everything look clean, so a lot of times they use the same dirty rag to wipe down the glasses in every room. Uh-huh. Bed bugs are real concern. Doesn't matter if it's a cheap hotel or a five-star resort. They've had them before. They'll get them again. Never put your suitcase on the bed and always check the corners of the mattress underneath the fitted sheet. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's where the bed bugs like to hang out. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you saw them, though? Oh, I'd go right down to the uh, lobby. And, yeah, but, uh, and and what? Get another room, another oh, bed? I think I'd leave. You'd have to... I don't I know if you'd stay, right? I'd sleep in my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, people do nasty things in hotel rooms. It's not unheard of for maids to find used uh, rubbers and oh, toys and all sorts of stuff. Interesting, though, sex workers tend to leave big tips for the maids because they know the mess they've made. (laughs) Apologizing in advance. Yeah, yeah. There was a a head, uh, the main maid at some New York hotel, they were doing a documentary, and she shared some of the things she has seen in rooms, from dead bodies to feces up the wall to just chaos. And speaking of people dying in hotels, it happens all the time, says one worker. One guy claimed it happened in almost half of the beds where he used to work. Wow. Well, somebody has a heart attack or ODs or, you know, all that love and kill a fella. (laughs) Let's have a little chat with Teddy Reader for Holinda's Meat, shall we? Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Teddy, how are we? Well, I'm driving on the 401. You know what that's like. Just, you know, it's... (laughs) Taking your life in your hands. <laughs> feeling a hate, feeling a hate crime coming on. I bet. Oh man, <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of lunatics out here. There certainly uh, is, including me. But I mean, I'm I'm just trying to you know be normal while I drive to work. All right. Well, uh, we we won't take you too long or keep you too long because we want to keep your eyes on the road. Uh, I was going through your Facebook page, Ted, and I saw you grilling up some mushrooms. Now. This time of year, there's lots of great vegetables uh, that we can put on the grill. We often just think of doing steak and chicken and hamburgers and hot dogs, but the barbecue and vegetables go hand in hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, I I believe that photo was uh, some king oyster mushrooms. Yeah. And, uh, but you could do this with any kind of mushroom you want. Just a large cap is what you're looking for. And the marinade was was pretty simple. Simple. It was... uh, Soy sauce, sambal uh, red chili paste, um, and and a, and a splash of uh, uh, rice vinegar, and then mixed it up. Threw in some ginger and garlic, and um, uh, a little bit of fresh herbs, and that was all. And threw them on the grill, and let them go uh, medium heat, 425 degrees, and they took about uh, 20-25 minutes turning them. You just don't want to leave them on there too long. You're going to lose all that moisture, and then you're going to have a little rubber mushroom. Mm. I was going to ask you about the moisture when it comes to mushrooms, Ted. Like, uh, do you have to do anything to prepare them particularly? Well, when I when I do portobellos, I like to, to scoop out the, the gills, and then I like to soak the cap in a little bit of moisture, uh, like just warm water. 
for about a half an hour before I hit the grill. And then I take them out, I hit them with some salt and some pepper, and I throw them on the grill and I let them go. And the moisture that the, the, the cap picks up uh, helps to steam the mushroom as it's on the grill and keep it nice and moist. If you just put the plain mushroom on there or with no marinade on it of any kind, it's not increasing its moisture, so it's going to dry out much faster on a grill. you got to remember, a grill is looking for all the moisture. It, it's the devil, mm. right? The heat is the devil. It wants you the juice. And so your job is to keep the juice in the meat, keep the juice in the, in, in the mushrooms, and just have fun. And, and so patience is super, super important. And uh, just having some fun and trying and experimenting because, you know, whether you screw it up or not, it doesn't matter. You gave it a go. And then you'll do it again and make it even better. Yeah, and you know, Teddy, outside of mushrooms, uh, this time of year, a lot of people have their gardens going and everything's coming in great, especially with all this rain we've had. Everything's growing in great. So you got big zucchinis and all sorts of stuff. Zucchinis go great on the grill as well, I understand. Yeah, zucchini's pretty great. Um, you got to watch the really big ones because there's lots of seeds in the center. But if you can get some medium-sized to, to, you know, normal-sized one, um, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, uh, I did I did a recipe the other day for someone. It was a zucchini steak. Oh. And so I, t- I took a zucchini and I cut it about uh, half an inch thick uh, into strips and then scored, you know, like a diamond scoring. So you, you cross hatch with the tip of the knife yep. to uh, about a quarter inch deep. And then I did that on both sides and then put it into a little marinade of lemon juice, garlic, fresh herbs from the garden salt and pepper that was it threw it on the grill cooked it up man oh man for zucchini it wasn't too bad that's why i had a steak on the side (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say if i went to teddy's place and he's like oh i got steak for you and he plops a zucchini down on my plate that would be my luck you're leaving that day (laughs) and and we're and we're not far off of corn coming in too and uh that'll be always uh, fun on the grill we can do those right there in the stock right in the uh in the stems yeah, take them, peel back the, the husk. Don't tear it off. Peel it back and remove all the silk or as much of it as you can. Then pull the husk back up and soak it in some cold water for an hour before you're ready to hit the grill. And you want to start the corn, you know, on a gas grill, they may take upwards 45 minutes to fully cook. And you put medium heat, 425 degrees, 450. Throw the corn on there in the husk and roast them, turning them every five to ten minutes, lid closed, and then spritz them down with more water. Okay. as they're, And so they're going to steam inside the husk. And then about halfway through, cut back on the moisture, and they're going to roast now, and they're going to get nice and flavorful from the grill. And you peel back the husk, give them a spin, dip them in some butter, and call yourself dirty. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, Teddy, if people want to talk barbecue and come and see you at the joint, find out whatever you're grilling. Of course, you're on social media all over the place between Instagram and Facebook. And now, of course, the joint up at El Dorado Golf Course in Brooklyn. How can people reach out to you, Teddy? Well, come on out to the joint. We're up in Brooklyn. It's a great little place. So come on up. See me there. Let's talk some barbecue and have a beer. Well, anytime a uh, couple gets married, you know, you wish them the best and hope it works out. Uh, I am uh, not much of a gambling man, but I'd put some money down on this marriage, not making it very far at all. <laughs> he uh, fella was on his way home from his wedding Saturday night with his bride and a male friend. They're all in the car together. 
They're heading home after the wedding, which is a little odd. Right, yeah. At least go to a hotel room, and usually wouldn't it just be you and your bride? What's the friend hanging on for? I don't know. Well, he probably wishes he hadn't hung around because they got stuck in the bad traffic jam caused by a car crash and were airing some dirty laundry. <laughs> it's not good on your wedding day to be bringing up that kind of thing. Right. It should all be pleasantries, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, groom accused his friend of having an affair with his new wife. Oh, and it got heated. He grabbed his gun, jumped out of the car, and started chasing the friend through the stop traffic, firing shots at him. <sighs> Hit the uh, friend in the leg, and another uh, bullet injured someone in another car. The, okay. Not good. The bride ran over to some uh, first responders who were helping the victims of that crash that caused the big jam and said her husband was trying to kill her. She then barricaded herself in the ambulance. When he came after her, he was arrested for attempted murder and second-degree battery. The people he shot were flown to a hospital and are recovering. He was still wearing his tux at the time. She was still in her wedding dress. Wow. Shocked he had a tux? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a black jeans kind of wedding. Yeah, with the T-shirt with the tux on the front. (laughs) Right, tuxedo T-shirt. Which is a good... Now, it claims they were heading home. I'm going to uh, guess the home was a double wide of some sort. (laughs) Well, it was a shotgun wedding. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, huh? So I also would assume his tux probably had that bit of the dumber, dumber look, dumb and dumber look to it. (laughs) I'd say he was probably going with the blue and his buddy was in the orange. (laughs) And uh, she, of course, had her wedding dress. So I don't know. You know, you always hope people can pull it together. But on your the day of your wedding, when you get charged with attempted uh, murder of your wife. Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's not going well. I'm going to be uncomfortable at Christmas. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.